Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Final furlough. Freehouse by a hand. Silver charm. Captain Budget touch gold. Freehouse silver charm. Head to head. They're in very close quarters. Shoulder to shoulder. Head to head. Nose to nose. Wow. Wow, Dave. Dave Rodman, this is Fast Horses Slow Whiskey. I am Hunter Rankin, Sagamore Farm, joined by Brian Tracy, Sagamore Spirit. And that was the 1997 call of the Preakness Stakes by one Dave Rodman and one guest of this Fast Horses Slow Whiskey. What did you think about that, Brian? That got my heart going. I'm ready. Wow. Nails to nails. <laughs> Uh, it is exciting time of year in Maryland. That is for sure. It is Preakness Week. Huh? Crab cakes and horse racing. That's what we do. Yep. Awesome. So what do we got on the program today, big guy? Well, we got a big show, a very, very big show. But first, we want to talk about what's going on this week at Sagamore, this week at Sagamore Rye. We got a lot. We do. We do. Can we walk through it? You want to take it from the top, what you're doing? I'll, I'll take it from the top. First of all, I want to let everybody know we have had our 11th baby. Here at the farm. Congratulations. The 11th foal. Mm. Wow. Did we talk about this last week? No. I don't think so. 11 for 11 fillies. Wow. Batting a thousand. Fillies. All. Is that good? No. <laughs> Not when you want to win the triple crown. <laughs> no. However, we're playing the long game here. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Fillies. Are you guys done though? No, we got one more. Just need one. Yeah, but now I'm kind of hoping for 12 for 12. Uh, I think it'd be cool if the last one... Uh, no, I think, you, I think you'd want one. Think so? Yeah. Where are we going to put him? Mm. He's not going to have a buddy. Because uh, at some point you separate him. We'd have to keep him in Kentucky or something. Really? Yeah, with a bunch of buddies. So, yeah, that's... Can you go they get learn him a buddy? To get competitive Can you go and get fight one? and stuff. Uh, well, we go buy one, I guess. But we don't yeah. have much money right now. Um, figure it out. Let's maybe hold a bake sale. Yeah. See what we can do. Bake sale. Um, that'd be fun. So anyway, that, that's, but that's pretty exciting. That is exciting. That's you know what the wild. odds are. 50, you called 50, it 50, 50, 50, 50. That's wrong. Okay. It is 0. 0.5 to the 11th power. 0. 0.5 to the 11th power. Which equals out to four hundredths of 1%. Okay. I was told there'd be no math on this show. Four hundredths of 1%. And I give a, a shout out to Mike Paradis for, um, for giving me that information. Okay. Um, well, let's talk about uh, what's going on down at the distillery. Big week. Mind. Big week. Preakness week. Preakness week. So, uh, the, uh, I, By the way, I, I'm going to call this out because I know you're too bashful to do so. Sagamore Spirit, Sagamore Rye, the official, official rye of the Preakness Steaks. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, sir. Correct. Yep. Yep. 
Also, just one double gold. May have already said that, but I don't mind saying it again. Double? Uh, in the uh, San Francisco Spirit Competition. Is there, for as, is there such thing as a triple? No. Wow. It is the highest you can get and uh, for our cask strength. In, so, Sa- in San Francisco? Yeah, which is really considered the, the premier spirit competition. The San, San Francisco how many, Spirit How many medals is that? Uh, 15. Is that good? Well, we've only in- been open 12 months. so That's more than a medal a month. That's right. Pretty good stuff. So, yeah, off to the races this week. Uh, Prignus week. Uh, lots of stuff going on around town. Lots of great restaurants and bars getting behind um, Sagmore Rye and, and promoting the uh, Black Eyed Rye. Amazing drink. Look for it. Check it out. Um, really refreshing cocktail. I cannot wait. To Tours going on all week at the distillery. Fun stuff there. Then, of course, at the uh, starting Friday at the track, we've got some action at Turfside Terrace where we'll be featuring some of these drinks. And then, of course, um, Saturday, actual Preakness Steaks, we will be Turfside Terrace again featuring the drinks. Look for us, Turfside Terrace. And then Corporate Village will have a big presence, music, games, activities, tons of stuff going on. Come check us out. Oh, and then the Grandstand, too. Uh, You're going to love this one. What is that? Ginger and rye. Woo! Go to the Grandstand's. uh, That's my girl. Order up a ginger and rye. Yeah. Sagmore horse, but really refreshing drink, too. She's amazing. She was supposed to run Preakness Day, and she kind of had a little setback. She's doing great, though. Good, good. Well, uh, everybody can go to the uh, grandstand and have a ginger and rye. Love her. Love the drink. Love her. Great. So get out there. Maryland's greatest day. Go get your hats. Go get your bow ties. The Freakness. Funny socks. Whatever you guys are into. Totally. Um, Totally. And uh, the the infield is going to be popping this this year. I got a feeling. Right? Yeah. 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 Lots of people drinking responsibly in there. Not. And not. Are you going to be in the infield? No. Yes. Yeah? Kind of. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. You go check it out. I'm going to be floating. I'm going to have a floating podcast mic, and I'm going to interview all the best of Baltimore that day. Are you really? Yep. Not really, but maybe. That could be cool. I've thought about it. That could be cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's your take on the uh, race? What excites you? Um, well, I want to go to Sagmore first. Okay. Because we may have a couple couple interesting horses. Oh, do we have something in the race? No, not uh, the race. I mean, this weekend. Yes, we have on Saturday. This weekend. On Saturday. Okay, cool. Yeah. What do we got? Chubby Star. Who's been running great. Who's been running great, yep. She, uh, she won at Keeneland last time out. She's going to take her best shot against the boys. On Preakness Day in I the James that. W. Murphy Stakes. Yeah, it's a big deal. Do we know who's riding her? I think it's going to be Javier Castellano. What do we think? I think she's going to have... It's going to be a tough race. It mm-hmm. is going to be a tough race, but she's doing very well. Um, do you know her I odds think she yet? has a shot. No, but I think she's going to be 10, 10 or 12 to 1. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like and that. And then we have Recruiting Ready. Tell me about Going this. Going po- postward. In the Chick Lang Stakes, he'll be uh, probably one of five or six, maybe seven horses. Um, and uh, the two hundred thousand dollars Chick Chick Lang Stakes on Preakness Day. Mm. Good, good payout right there, buddy. Hopefully. Uh, and so uh, we know who's riding. Yeah, yeah, that'll be Horacio Caramanos. Yeah, the, okay. the guy that's been on him the last couple of races. Okay, cool. They have a relationship. They do. Good. They, they like good each one? other. Yeah, great. Seem to. And uh, how do we feel about that? Odds are good. Uh yeah, he'll be more closer to a favorite. Um, yeah, 
you know, I just get so I I just love that horse so much. I get so nervous every time he runs. But. How do you know when a horse is going to be ready? I mean, you can't. You couldn't have told me this a month ago. No, I think it's more. Um, they tell you by who tells you the horse how. Well, they they just say I'm ready to run. No, no, they 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 actually they you know they they eat better. They they they're eating. They're they're training well. They're getting strong in the mornings there, there's all kinds of signs and every horse is a little bit different so you kind of get to know the horse mm-hmm. and their little signs might be different than another horse's signs but that's for Horacio to figure it out yeah that's what makes him so good yeah he's amazing okay what else you guys got going well we got a big uh big pre preakness eve party hmm. sponsored by america's best racing and sagamore racing and plug for our coming guest dan torgeman of america's best racing we're gonna have a big party on uh wednesday night at the mount washington tavern that's great it is a it's gonna be a great event but please go online and reserve your ticket now because i do believe they're frowning upon showing up at the door and saying you're with that group and they're only gonna let so many people in they are right i'll be there i'll be there you will sure nice why wouldn't i be Sagamore Rye flowing on Wednesday night. Big time. You savor responsibly. Savor responsibly. You don't want to drink too much. Right. So what we're going to do right now in order to save the show. Which is, is we're hanging go, by a thread. We're going, to go, we're going to go to our first guest. A man who I admire named Dan Torgeman. Dan Torgeman. Let's, let's ring him up. Let's go. Dan the man. We welcome Dan Torgeman of America's Best Racing to a Fast Horse of Slow Whiskey. Can I get a what's up, Dan? What's up, Dan? What's up, guys? So is that me? <laughs> what's up, guys? What's going on? So, hey, Dan. How so you doing? We are a big fan uh, here at Sagamore of America's Best Racing. Love the work that you guys do. Mm-hmm. And, and you have been uh, coming out to the farm now for a few years, uh, Preakness Week. Uh, you all do like a little media event out here, and then also we co-host and co-sponsor, I guess, a- an event uh, uh, this week that I want you to talk about. But uh, talk about Preakness Week and what what the Triple Crown season means to America's Breast Racing, and give us a little insight into the whole your whole deal there at at at, at your uh, America's Best Racing. Absolutely, yes. I mean, obviously, America's Best Racing, with best being the operative word. You can't get better racing uh, than than Triple Crown racing, and so um, obviously for us this time of year, um, what we try to do is we try to highlight, um, you know, all the excitement, all the you know the scenery, the lifestyle, the the, the drinks, the fashion. Let's um, talk drinks. Everything that you would experience. <laughs> <laughs> Sagamore, right? I mean, exactly, exactly. Well, yeah, I, I should have specified, but yeah, no, seriously, we um, uh, are all about just. Full experience. We think racing has something for everybody, and so what we do is um, we do events at the track. We cover the races in a way that kind of gives people a different perspective, so that we're not just focusing on one thing. It's not just about gambling. It's not just about uh, fashion. Um, it's not just about ride. Unfortunately, uh, it's about a lot of things, right? And so, um, and there are various access points of sport. So what we do is again, we create videos, uh, we put on events, um, and like you mentioned. Really, one of the highlights of the entire Triple Crown season for us is our pre-Preakness party, which is going to be in its fourth year this year. 
uh, sponsored again uh, by Sagamore, uh, which, uh, you know, really, you know, we love Sagamore. Uh, top to bottom, just huge supporters, and not just supporters in the sense that you guys say, yeah, you know, we support, you know, a lot of great causes. You guys actually really do support all these great causes, and beyond supporting what we do as, as you know, an initiative to bring in new fans to the sport, we're also supporting Aftercare, the Third Road Aftercare Alliance, the beneficiary of the event, so program. we're mm-hmm. super excited about it. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the, uh, if I can, Dan, you say uh, you host a, a party beforehand, pre Preakness Eve. Tell us a little about that, and where can the public get access to it, or how how can people get involved? And where do you, is Rye going to be served there? Is Sagamore Rye involved? Um, well, I believe so. I mean, yes. the Sagamore. Yeah, the answer is so. yes. The answer is <laughs> yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> but imagine people are going to drink some Sagamore. But yeah, um, we so the event at the Mount Washington Tavern uh, Wednesday night starts. At Seven. So, uh, you know, right after the post draw, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out an offer right now, Dan. If you if you the people out there listening, if they go, if I I'll be there, and if they come up to me and tell them tell me that they heard this offer, I'll buy them a shot of rye on the spot. Ooh. What do you what do you what's the offer? He's saying I listen to the podcast. Yeah, I listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I get a shot. Did they use a code? Like, yeah, I was gonna say like, we need a code word. We need a code or... word like. <laughs> Trust, trust more, love more. Trust more, love more, right? Trust more, love more, and you and you get a black eyed rye, and you get a black eyed rye or a shot of rye, your choice. Hunter's pain, by the way. Yep. <laughs> I like it. Can I use that code? Or you're in. Yeah, you, you're listening right now. Um, but only one time can right. you use it. Yeah, you can only use it once, and you can't tell anybody else, or I'll, <laughs> I'll know. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, so seven o'clock. Come on out, not watching the tavern. We do ask um, that people uh, buy uh, their tickets online. It's only ten bucks to get in, and that ten bucks gets you a drink, some food. Uh, he hung up on I think, us. I think we lost him. He hung up on yeah, us. Yeah, he hung up on us. Wow, just as it was getting really good. Yeah, it was getting good. So I um, wanted to change the code too. I was going to change it to Master Distiller. Ooh, not too late because he hung up on us. Ooh, Master Distiller. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna try to get Dan back on I'm the line. Let's call him back. Let's call him back, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. Let's call him back. Mount Washington Tavern. I'd start that at that website. Okay? Yeah, well, here he is. Let's see if we can get him. Hey guys. Hey, I'm there, pull over. There, there he is. We we uh, we is thought it, we thought you just it's hung Hunter, up, isn't hung, it? Hung yeah. up on us. That's, it's Hunter. Yeah. I was Sorry Dan. I was just that. saying we're gonna change the code instead of trust more, love more. It's gonna be Master Distiller. Gets one black eyed rye. One black eyed rye. Hunter buying. Or a shot of rye. And you were saying, though, before um, you hung up on us, that they can go online and buy tickets. What, what's the website? Yeah, it's on Eventbrite. All you got to do is uh, go on Eventbrite and type in Preakness uh, Pre-Party, um, and uh, you'll find us there. Again, $10 ticket, uh, America's Best Racing Pre-Preakness Party, uh, presented by uh, Sagamore. I love it. I love it. So, are, hey, Dan, are we doing, we're not doing a media event this year, is that right? Yeah, I think this year will be the first year that we don't do the media event. You guys got a lot of other fun stuff happening at the farm. Yeah, we got we got some uh, we got an, a Toba event and we got some other stuff going on. But okay, so tell me about um, what you do. You know, during the triple cross, I know you I know you travel around. I know you're in Kentucky for the Derby. I know you'll be in New York uh, for the Belmont, and I know you're going to Saratoga because we're doing something together up there, which I want to get to. Um, but what's your schedule like? I mean, you're just running around, going to races. 
talking to people, blogging? Like, what's your what's your day to day? What does Dan Torgman do on Monday <laughs> or Tuesday or Wednesday? I, I drink a lot of coffee and um, any rye I, in that I, coffee. I answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I you know what if I yeah I'm the sort of guy where if I if I had a couple of shots in there I'd be done by one or two and I can't afford that uh, so um, no I mean look it, it's a combination of things and with American Best Racing specifically what I do is um, I create a lot of content so we do videos educational videos we do a lot of scene setters where we show people hey this is what's going on at the Derby this is why you should make this you know this is a bucket list item this is something you need to experience. Same thing with the Preakness. Here's some stuff going on. Black-eyed Susan data you might not have known about. Um, just really give people a sense for what's going on at the track. And we do that with sort of uh, with pre-content. So, like, we do uh, written content in which we, we say, hey, the Preakness is coming up. So go to americasbestracing.net. We've got a cheat sheet for you that will break down the race, give you information on all the horses. It will really simplify it for you. How should you bet the race? What should you wear? What should you eat when you're in town? Um, on Preakness Week. Crab cakes. Uh, that sort of stuff. Crab cakes, of course. Um, and so, you know, all that. And then when we're at the actual events, we do a lot of Facebook Live. We do Periscope. Because, again, our target here is reaching a lot of people who we know are on their cell phones constantly. So we want to reach them uh, where they are. So it's all about uh, kind of making it easy, making it mobile, letting people pop us up, you know, when they're, you know, when they're out maybe doing something else. Maybe they're on their way to the track. That sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, we, we do a lot of sort of live and, and social and streaming uh, content, and that's pretty much what I'm doing. I do a little bit of all that at the races, and then, you know, I do a good bit of, you know, walking around, shaking hands, chit-chatting, because <laughs> I sure. like talking. So, yeah, do a lot of that. I, I love it. So, talk, let's go to Equestricon real quick. So, what is Equestricon? And, uh, you know, we're, we're a big part of that, huge part of that, Brian. Really big. Really big. We are actually the biggest part. Mm-hmm. Sagamore Rye will be in Saratoga in August. Full I, effect. I think we're the. Yeah. I think we're the. I think we're the keynote sponsor. I don't think there's any yeah. bigger sponsor than us. <laughs> I heard it's the well, only rye available. It is the only rye available there. Is that right, Dan? Um, there is another. Um, Dan, another brand, not a rye. Oh, there's another brand. No, in the uh, Sagamore Social Lounge. In the, it, in the Sagamore Social Lounge, it's the only rye. Is in it? the social lounge, yes. Sagamore yes. Yep. owns the social lounge. Yes. We just high five. Exactly, exactly. Big big white guy high five right there. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna let's talk about let's talk about Equestricon and uh and tell yeah. tell me what the goals are. I know this is it's it's in its infancy. Is this the second year? Mm-hmm. No, this is gonna be our inaugural uh, inaugural event. I'm an um, idiot. We are the keynote sponsor <laughs> of the the inaugural event. So tell tell us what it's designed to do, and tell us tell us what what you guys are hoping to get out of the whole experience for everybody there. Absolutely. Uh, so Equestricon, um, you know, uh, is the is the first ever international horse racing convention, fan festival, and trade show. So wow. components of all of the three things that I just mentioned. The goal, uh, in simple terms, is to engage. And to educate and educate, and it's really just trying to bring fans at every level of the sport, from casual fans, the horse lovers, to the, the horse players, the betters, 
to the people who were more actively involved through ownership or breeding or That's prospective cool. owners, yeah. prospective breeding. And, and Dan, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to point out too. You, this is not an America's uh, America's best racing event. You all, it just kind of fits in with your all's mission, which is why you all are supporting it so much. So much is that right? Yeah. So I mean, Questracon is, is something that I kind of branched off on my own and started with my partners, Catherine uh, Sharp and Justin Nicholson. But all of it comes from that the same spirit of trying to develop new fans and trying it. to develop new owners, getting people more involved with the sports. I should note, by the way, I didn't even I didn't even list the dates. Uh, oh, it's August thirteenth and fifteenth. August fourteenth and fifteenth are at the Saratoga City Center. August thirteenth is our kickoff day. We'll have events around Saratoga, including opportunities to go to the sales ground, opportunities to visit the Hall of Fame, a lot of cool stuff going on. You should go on the website, equestricon.com, and you'll see the the entire program. That's great. And I'd like to thank again America's Best Dan uh, for joining the program. And uh, again, reiterate too, again on uh, Wednesday, May 17th, the fourth annual America's Best uh, Pre-Preakness Party at Mount Washington Tavern, Book your tickets online at uh, Eventbrite, uh, and uh, should be a fabulous event. Lots of black eyed rides. Yeah, and Dan, Dan, I want to tell you, I want to tell you too. We we love what you do, and um, and we're we're very appreciative of all of America's Best Racing's uh, initiatives and what they have to offer. Love what you guys have done with us at Sagamore, and uh, we couldn't be more happy to be involved this year again. So thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you guys and, and, and best of luck uh, this weekend as well. I, hopefully I'll see you at the party, but uh, either way, uh, I'll see you at the races this weekend and hopefully we see you in the winter circle, of course. Okay, <laughs> hype, hype this podcast to your 40,000 followers, please. Thank you. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you this week. All right, guys, Preakness Week. Thank you. Wow, Dan Torgman. What a, what a guy. They do great work there at America's Best Racing. I don't, I don't think you've met Dan yet. You know, I don't think I have either. But you'll get a chance to this on week? Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, actually, it might be tonight when this podcast comes out. But I do want to tell you, Mount Washington Tavern. Oh, great uh, local hangout. Seven, is it the 17th? Is that the date? 17th, May 17th. The 17th, yep. 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're there. I think you can probably buy tickets to the door. Can you? He, no. he strongly encouraged he, online he sales. Did, he did go he, online. Yeah. He was online. And uh, that's where the young kids go get them anyways these days. So... Uh, lots of good stuff happened this week. Matt Washington Tavern. Uh, I'm sure Riley's has great stuff, but you're going to find the Black Eye Rye at a lot of uh, watering holes here in Baltimore. Uh, great, great Preakness drink, drink going into this week, uh, so it's an exciting time. The, uh, the official uh, rye whiskey of the Preakness Steaks. It is, the official rye whiskey. So, again, the, the, for those folks at home, uh, um, I strongly encourage you to uh, check it out. You go to our website, sagmorespirit.com. We've just got been, a great we've, video. We've just been brought a, a, a recipe. We, we've got a great, but there's a great video online oh, where you can see this drink get made. And, um, you know, it's one and a half ounces Sagamore Spirit Rye, half ounce lime juice, three quarters of an ounce blackberry simple syrup. Now, that's one that gets everybody. How, how, are, you supposed to, how are you supposed to measure this out? You just have a, uh, if, well, if you've never bartended, you drink beer. Yeah. So, um, drinking one right now? Yeah. So, um, the. If you if you're having trouble with the blackberry simple syrup, you can get it down at the distillery. We sell it there. Otherwise, it's really simple. You know, just basically muddle blackberries into your drink. Uh, but it's a really nice touch. Three ounces of ginger beer, a little bit of mint, uh, and just an unbelievably refreshing drink. Especially now that it's warming up out there. 
this is basically summer in a glass. I think uh, I think Dan deserves one after he just came on with us. Oh, totally. And hung th- up on us, though. He did hang up on us. It was very rude. But he's a good guy. What they're doing at America's Best Racing is good work, getting new people involved in the sport, which we need. So thank you to Dan. Thank you to America's Best Racing. And we are going to go now live to Dave Rodman. Dave Rodman. The voice of the Preakness for the last 27 years in Baltimore, Maryland, at Pimlico, Dave Rodman. We welcome Dave Rodman, the voice of the Preakness, as I just mentioned, Brian, for the last 27 years Mm. at Pimlico Racecourse. It's a good run. It's a great run. Dave Rodman, welcome to Fast Horses Slow Whiskey. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. It's great to be on with you guys. Uh, the really great uh, podcast you've got. Oh, well, we we, we appreciate it. It's thank the you. one listener. There we, he is. We, we don't hear that every day. No, we don't. We've never heard that, actually. So thank you That's very much. That's the first much. time. Yeah. That is the fir- you're the first person ever I, to say that. I, I, I listen. I listen. I listen to my interview. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a bottle of rye for Dave. I think that <laughs> might make, be, that make might sure, make sure I didn't make any mistakes. You That's know? right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so, exciting time. What do you do this time of year, uh, Dave, to to prepare? I mean, I'm surprised you're allowed to talk. Do you have to rest your voice? What do we do to prep? Oh well, I mean, in 2017, it's pretty easy to to prep because in the age of uh, video and uh, streaming video and recalling video on the internet and uh, you know going back to replays, um, you know you you pretty much know the running styles of the horses. But more importantly to me, uh, knowing the owner's silks, obviously uh, you mm. know Sagamore silks. Uh, so all I have to do is plug in the name, and it's kind of the same with the with Preakness horses. Uh, you know, horses like Classic Empire with the classic uh, owner colors of John Oxley. You know, we've seen those before. Um, sure. And as time and as time goes on, and of course, the Calumet colors will be carried by Hens and Term of Art, the black colors, and we've seen those with Oxbow and uh, in the Preakness. And you know, they're just from watching racing. I kind of know the owners' colors, so that's pretty much. Uh, the scheme of things. There's not a lot I can do until they come on the track yep. and warm them up. But, and but uh, Dave, actually, do you do see you what they look like? Do you actually practice? Like, you know, I remember talking to Tom Durkin, and you know, he he would talk about that lexicon of words that he would have, and and and, and like actually like a book of of phrases that he would write down (laughs) onions yeah but do you have do you have something like that where you kind of draw from or is it just is it just all from the hip and you don't care it's just like you're just you're just out there shooting guns i mean it's whatever you want uh i guess i guess in in early years of calling the race from 91 to maybe about 97 or so um it was pretty much free form. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, I've got kind of the liberty to do that in, in, in the sense that I'm calling for the track and I'm calling for the simulcast people. Sure. And, uh, and Tom was calling for network, uh, telecast. So I, I was kind of, you know, I have a little bit more liberty to be, you know, who I want to be and be a little more free form. I would, I would think, right. um, I do write down. I do write down ideas, maybe a word or two, in anticipation of the pace. But in this game, as you know, uh, if everything were written in stone, people wouldn't be breeding and running and horses and wagering on horses, right? The question um, is, Dave. I mean, if always dreaming yeah. wins, will the call mm-hmm. at the end of the race be the dream is still alive? 
Ooh. The wow. dream have is you been still working, have you been alive. Have you been working that on that? You took no, that for well, No, no, I didn't. Hunter's I not that smart. Like, that had <laughs> to have been given to him from somebody. Feel I, free to I use it. I talked to Tom Durkin yesterday, and that's what he said he would do. No, that's actually a, that's a lie. I don't know Tom Durkin. Well, Tom's going to be Tom's going to be in town, of course. Obviously, of course, he is. The horse, yeah, and he's also going to be in town for another function um, in in DC. So I hope to see him, and you know, maybe make my life easier. You know, slip him twenty bucks and give me a couple <laughs> <Yeah>. words. <laughs> who Who is speaking of Durkin? You know, it, that was honestly one of my idols growing up. Growing up was Tom Durkin. But who who did you look up to as a kid when you were, you know, if you wanted to be a race caller, I mean, who was the guy that you looked to to say, you know, that's the one? <laughs> as a kid? As a kid? Galloping George Henderson, my friend. Wow. Was, uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when I, when, I, when I was in uh, in grade school, my dad used to try, take me to the track in New Orleans when I was a kid at the fairgrounds. And, uh, and I kind of was a little bit obsessed about race results. And uh, the local AM radio station it used to carry the stretch call of the fairgrounds races, or at least the feature race of the day. I remember that. They used to do that in Louisville for Churchill, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the, the the guy on the radio AM station was not the track announcer, but a guy named Galloping George Henderson. He was kind of my first person i remember calling races because he would he wasn't up in the perch on the roof where the announcer was he was kind of in the lower level of the grandstand kind of like you would be maybe in the box seat area regular joe that's cool yeah Yeah. and but in behind the glass but people would stand up in front of him the horses would come down the stretch and he would go and it's uh, always dreaming i'm on the outside of classic empire in there I don't know. People are standing up. Uh, <laughs> That's you know, great. So, so that was, a, you know, it was kind of like a hodgepodge call. These are my first recollections. That's and amazing. Then I heard, you know, the first guys I heard were local guys like Herb Holiday, <laughs> who ironically worked for the same radio station that I worked for initially out of school in New Orleans. He was an old DJ from WTIX back in the late 50s, early 60s. He actually brought, brought the Beatles to New Orleans. Uh, for the first time, that's pretty cool. Uh, it's uh, Beatles City Park Stadium cool. back then. Just getting off on a tangent there, but yeah. but the local guys, you know, that I listened to, wow. um, you know, Herbaldi and Tony Bentley uh, was pretty much uh, the fairgrounds announcer for for many years, and so local guys. But then when I got into into actually calling races and trying to call races, Dave Johnson and down the yeah. stretch they come. Yep. Yeah, yeah. uh, I sent him a, a tape of mine and he kind of critiqued me and told me I should do this or do that. You know, I was, I didn't know what I was doing, you know, but, <laughs> but he said, you know, you should call the horses in order instead of just naming them. Like in other words, third or yep. fourth or fifth, yep. instead of just naming them, I was just kind of rattling off names and I had, there was no concept. Uh, and, and when you listen to the audio of where they were on the track, I was just, just mumbling words around. But uh, so those are the obviously Dave Johnson, a big uh, influence on a lot of sure. uh, race callers career of my of my era. And and things obviously have evolved. And the great Tom Durkin, is, you know, he's up there on the pedestal. And uh, and Trevor Denman obviously has he changed the lexicon of the uh, North American race caller. And yeah. he also. Uh, he also changed uh, the style in that callers never really used to call close finishes or even the second or third or fourth horse back in the day um, because the tracks didn't want that. You know, you just say who was in front and that's it. 
or if it was close, you just say photo. I mean, even like a half length, that you know, when, when obviously, of course, a one, you you wouldn't you wouldn't say. Right. So uh, you know, so he gave I think uh, you know the the style of calling a twist in in new dimension here in in the states. Well, for my money, the the early '90s Breeders' Cups, the, actually the early to mid '90s Breeders' Cups, um, Tom Durkin, mm-hmm. the, that was his prime, and and nobody can, and nobody has touched it that I've ever heard. But he yeah. he was just amazing. But I want to go. What was your what was your favorite Preakness that you've called? I mean, you've called twenty seven of them. There has to be a there has to be a couple that stick mm-hmm. and stick out. Uh, well, I mean, initially it was probably the 1997 Preakness Silver Charm mm-hmm. Captain Bodge and Freehouse in the yep. freeway photo as they emerged from the shadow with a Pimlico grandstand into the sunshine right at the wire at about wow. 6.20, whatever p.m. it was. Now That's the race cool. is going to wow. be a little bit later. Um, you know, those are back in, I would call them, the screening days <laughs> when when really, like you say, <laughs> I'd, um, you know, a more, little more leeway maybe um, – to try to be heard over the crowd. And I know, you know, my call wasn't over TV. So, uh, I, I think the style stylistically now it's obviously a little bit different, but you know, I would say a fleet Alex mm-hmm. would probably be right up there. Yeah. Uh, you know, getting wiped out by scrappy T and the remarkable athleticism of horse and rider with Jeremy Rose and a fleet Alex that uh, smarty Jones wasn't a close finish, but yeah. in dimension scope, you know, I, I just remember huge. going. To, it was huge. Yeah, I remember going. The part of the cool part of being or working there and is going back to the stakes barn after the race. And that was my first experience saying, wow, this is really cool because half of Philadelphia was here. And there were so many people back there. It was like a mini city, you know, and it was like a, a mob scene. <laughs> um, and. So that that was probably it, and of course there's you know historical moments like Rachel Alexander with the Philly winning, sure. and uh, and and obviously American Pharaoh. I mean, um, Durkin made it through his career without calling a triple crown, right? So, um, but that's amazing, uh, I, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I thought, well, maybe it's not going to happen to me either. So finally, being part of a horse that uh, won the triple crown, calling that middle leg, but. That was a story in and of itself, obviously, with the rainstorm and not being able to actually see the horses warm up or warm up the colors. That was about as nervous as I've been since 1991, <laughs> my first Preakness. Is that, because... where, is that where you got the name Rod Dog? Oh, Rod Dog. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh... or, or, or how about Marty with the party? Rod Dog was given to me, I think, by Paul Randall in the press box oh, a long great. time ago. I and love it. It was kind of like so a, cool. it's a derivation of Snoop Dogg. It's two D's and two G's, <laughs> by the way. That's great. And, uh, That's yeah. great. And uh, Marty with a party was my old radio air name uh, before I got into racing. I I'd been to the track, obviously, as a fan. I was still a fan, but radio was the first career. So that was Marty with a party and. He finished last, by the way, as a horse named Marty with a party. He <laughs> yeah. finished last a couple days ago. I, at, I, I remember at, this. Pimlico. Yeah, I remember yeah, this. Yeah, Mary Epler named that horse after my old radio name just to just to uh, <laughs> just to get my attention, I guess. Dave, so. what do you do the day after Preakness? He drinks wow. Sagamore Rye. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, are you exhausted? Uh, well, are you blowing out? Is it? I mean. That beer, that beer, or the rye, or the, the rye, the rye. Yeah, the rye. Yeah, the rye goes down yeah. smooth that day. That's great. Yeah. Um, the he rye. Drinks a, uh, he drinks a lot of it that day. 
not too, not too much, not too much, not too much to get drunk. Just just enough to, uh, to the, wet the whistle. I mean, I used to I used to sleep very late, obviously from a long day. But you know, when you get older, you're afraid you might not wake up. So I I tend to wake up at six a.m. again. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. No. So what do you think of this race? No, I, what do you think of this lineup? What do you think of this heat? Who's going to Who's going to win? Weather's Dave? looking amazing. Uh, does that play a role? I mean, obviously. We uh, Derby, uh, the weather d- played a role as well. But now, I mean, it, things are looking great here. Well, I mean, the way always dreaming is training. It, it seems like you can't hold him back. He's much more subtle with the draw rings. Oh, this morning, I just watched the gallop, and he was bucking and kicking. And, uh, I mean, he's eager to go. He's ready to go. Uh, I can only buy go by what I've seen. And horses do train, gallop, and work since the Derby. I mean, I like cloud computing's work, uh, last uh, yeah. couple days at Belmont. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was sharp. Uh, Gunnabara looked very, very good uh, as well, but you know, he's a deep closer, but that doesn't mean that he can't, uh, make an impact here, possibly even uh, win. I mean, if always dreaming gets very sharp up front and doesn't, uh, Relax, um, which I, I think he, he will. Just wait I mean, till we it, just wait till we throw a surprise at him. Put recruiting ready in the race. We're going to give all <laughs> kinds of chances to Gunavera. That's not going <laughs> to happen, Dave. I'm just kidding. That's not, not going to happen. I'm just wondering. I don't know if I have my <laughs> scoop here. But uh, breaking news. It, it, it's. Uh, I mean, it again. Again, you have to expect the unexpected and can't really script out too much because you know we're always assuming that they're going to break as their running line show on sure. paper. And even even though it's a, a smaller field than the Derby, well, we saw how much traffic trouble horses had in the Derby. Yeah. And, you know, I can't leave out Classic Empire. I've not seen him, but I, I do want to see him. And I thought he ran the best of all Me too. in the Derby. Uh, I'm, because uh, it was pretty obvious the inside was kind of the place to be. I yeah, mean, and looking he, at Lee, he got eliminated. He got eliminated yeah. at the start, so... And if you look at if you look at um, the um, the shot from the above angle shot, just isolate Classic Empire. He was finishing so strongly, but again, uh, we don't know if that's going to translate back two weeks later, and he'll run the same uh, race again. But uh, I would think that uh, I, I I think he threw some morning line. He said he's going to probably lean to make always dreaming four to five. And maybe Classic Empire second choice yeah. in the race. I mean, at three, uh, you at know, three to they, one or something like that. Yeah, I think seven to two, but that yeah. that could change. Yeah. Sure, it's exactly right. So, sure. I mean, uh, for for wagering purposes, I would say he's he's a good play. I but, agree. Uh, I don't I don't bet I don't bet the races I call much less the preakness. So yeah, uh, uh, wise um, man. And I try, yeah, it's a just I used to bet the races I called a long time ago, and I found out when I'm practicing to. Um, to get my first job, that it wasn't a good idea. Yeah, no, I hear you. <laughs> well, yeah. Rod, Rod Dog, we appreciate you joining us on the program today. Yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. And and by the way, too, we, I love the way uh, you call the Sagamore horses. You always point out the Sagamore colors, uh, or not always, but a lot of the time, and we really, really appreciate it. And uh, Well, I know- it's, uh, it's, it's a spirit of Maryland, and the, we appreciate what Sagamore does to – to rebuild the racing industry and help the industry uh, and bring it back to, you know, to its glory days. And I well, think we're, we're getting to that point. We're trying. And I heard today that you haven't been out here, um, since, you know, since Kevin's bought the farm. So, uh, it, this mm-hmm. is an open invitation. Anytime you want to come out, 
Uh, exactly. We'll, I'm we'll planning on doing that. Planning on doing that very soon, probably next month. Great. Thank you, Dave. Well, good luck calling okay. the Preakness. Thanks, Dave. We'll, we'll, see, hope you. we'll safe, see you Saturday. Yeah, we'll see you Saturday. I hope it's a safe trip for all the horses, and uh, Godspeed. Well, I threw in a Godspeed there. Don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> like, walk us through that. I, like, you know, I, I was trying not to say. I think, it's a tough week ahead. Well, there was, some, tough there was something. I, I was saying, like, not. Mm. I, I'd said good luck already. Yeah. So I, I think I just run out of. The lexicon was running low on words, mm. so then I just said Godspeed. That's what I chose. Okay. Well, God bless America. You can do anything you want. So, uh, freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. Hopefully, there's uh, Dave Rodman has a, has a good call, though, on Saturday. That was... Yeah, that's cool. That was cool. And uh, he's... He jump into, uh, in and out of character like that? What a nice guy. Yeah. I cool. meant to ask him about that one guy, the Tampa Bay announcer. I forgot. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to um, do that next time. Yeah. Rod Dog. Well. Marty with the party. <laughs> we'll wrap this up while we're uh, while we're, the wrapping's good here. Uh, it might be too late. Preakness week, everybody. Maryland's greatest How day. How many people do you think have actually gotten through this whole podcast? Of the seven that we have, how many are left? Two right now? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Mm. Okay. What is it? What were you just saying? Have a great week, everybody. <laughs> Happy Preakness. Happy Preakness. <laughs> hey, uh, and uh, what is it? Wednesday. Call out the Wednesday thing again. And if you're not going to the track, come down to the uh, distillery. Come check it out. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful weekend. Tours again Monday through Sunday, seven days a week, 10 to 5. Come to check five. it out. Yep. Lots 10 of to 5 on. every day. Yeah, 10 to 5 every day. Got come it. check it out. You can book online. Come down and hang out. Waterfront property. Absolutely gorgeous. 50-minute uh, tour. Sample some whiskeys. Amazing experience. Come see the distillery, the community's distillery, and here in your backyard. Happy Preakness, recruiting ready, and Chubby Star, let's go get them on Saturday. Good luck, Sagamore. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.